This episode is brought to you by Tabletop Dominion, purveyors of handmade dice and artisan gaming accessories. Why not head over to tabletopdominion.com and use the code BELLOW to enjoy 10% off your order. Who knows, maybe you will find your very own blue dice of power. Hello and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. Thanks for listening, readers. We hope you're all well. We don't know quite what's happening with Twitter, or is it called X? Why don't we just call it Twix for the moment? Anyway, we're on there, at Billowing Hilltop. We're on Blue Sky. We are on Threads. We're on Facebook. And we are on Instagram, all at Billowing Hilltop. That's it. If you had a moment spare to leave us a rating or a review, that would be much appreciated. Otherwise, I've got no news or information, so let us push on with episode 155 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, The Boy in the Bubble. Uh, good evening, everybody. Good evening. I am here with Dr. Eusebio Spider Lucas. I'm here with my favourite player, the Golden Wonder. <laughs> it's it's Dan. I'm a crisp now, am mm. I? <laughs> You're a crisp. Yes, you are a crisp. A quaver. Yeah. I certainly do when I think about you. We've also joined by the... 1,000 metre tall, <laughs> cowled hologram, <laughs> reaching out across the galaxy. That is Graham. Even. And fresh from having another part of himself removed, <laughs> but not participating in this evening's events, we have Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello. Paul's very happy. I'm very, <laughs> very... I'm watching this. Paul's missing I'm all of this stuff. Sneaking away. And we've got no, uh, we've got no Johnny. Johnny is off for his annual... Who's down? <laughs> and frankly, if he was listening to this, he would be also incredibly happy. But if he was playing this, he'd be like, "Oh, buggy one bash, buggy one bash." Yeah, all of the sneaky stuff he would he would not be into. Anyway, do any of you want to do a recap? We're doomed. That's my recap. bad recap. That's my recap. Yeah. Anybody else want to have a stab at it? Shall I roll the dice? <laughs> Shall I do it? Nasty undead with a baby. That's basically all. Of it. Oh, I remember. It's not a baby. It's more of a more of a kind of choir boy yeah. vibe. Is God, it's, going. You know, we went through a mirror. Choir boy baby. You went through a mirror. Exactly. Into some, you think, nightmare dimension. planar little micro. Yeah, right. Micro dimension. That's exactly what we're talking about. For the alchemical Searching research. Searching for clues. For collecting information points. Yes. You seem to be acquiring these new things called research points, or what I think we're going to call Sorry, them. Sorry, <laughs> Scaly points. How many have you got? Have you got two scaly points so far? You've got two scaly points so far. Yeah. Research points. You're scouring this weird network of rooms and corridors and whatever that look like some sort of research institute, extraplanar research institute, for clues or material that you could take back to Markush and Markush and Eligos and Agath of Thrunch might be able to use these materials, you hope, to effect a cure for whatever horrible green worm filament plug in nasty parasitic greebly monster seems to be growing within purple parker and scaly who is so sick that he is in a state of suspended animation and cannot be with us which is such a shame considering what they're up against now yeah you're a dragon down you're a dragon down we're two we're a dragon and a short thing barbarian you're a dragon and a small stinky heavily armed pensioner smelly with a urine problem (laughs) forever looking for the exit (laughs) Yes, well, he's looking for somewhere to go, you know. Uh. Apart from his, let's face it, unspeakable <laughs> loincloth. A corner of a room. Talk about pelvic chaos. <laughs> pelvic chaos is also, coincidentally, the uh, name we've attached to one of the horrible zombie things that are r- rambling around this area. Uh, did I just say rambling? You did. did. Yeah. 
Uh, they're rambling around. You think that they have detected the fact that there's something going on. Our heroes, dear readers, are invisible. They're in a large chamber. It seems like the core large space in this area that they're in and that they're kind of rifling through. And as they've been having a bit of a search around, something awful has drifted out through some double doors that have opened to their north. It's like a little zombie gulo choir <laughs> monster. From it is emitting a constant tone that seems to resonate with the very core of both Burple and Parker. We'll get to the significance of that really very soon. <laughs> and it's pointed Puppet at Burple. Uh, it's Burple's invisible. They're all invisible. It obviously sees you, and it sort of goes, Aah! and ramps up its awful noise. We're going to start with some saving throws. Mm-hmm. The saving throws are going to come from Burple and Parker as this tone oh, resonates no. through you. Burple, just a constitution save, if you will. <sighs> What's the DC? Yes, there is a DC. Yep, you're correct. It's higher than that, oh. Burple. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Ort Dice might be, uh, yeah. might be in order. None of you used your Ort Dice last session. It's very interesting. No. You can't carry them over. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. Dear. We might well roll. Oh, yeah, you what? roll your D8. You never know. Yeah, the DC could be, uh, you know, insignificant. Nine. <laughs> okay. Nine with my Ort Dice. That's not good, is it? I'm sensing oh, that start. that's not a great uh, uh, at advantage. Great thing. Parker is saving. Uh, if you would be so kind. Back. Oh. 15. Uh-huh. And, and the other roll. Uh, oh. Five. Five. 15 is, is the highest number you've got, mm, right? Can I maybe use luck? Tell me about the luck. It's not halfling luck with the one re-roll. No, no, it's, it's uh, the fact it's that a, I've got three You get X number, of, X number of, yeah. Do you want to use it? It's a judgment as to whether or not you think that 15 is good enough. We can always keep the 15, don't you? Choose the result you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll have another You could re-roll the three. Yeah. Hoping for something better. Green dice of failure. I mean power. Oh, it's higher. It's higher. It's a 17. Okay, thank you. I've got a note of that. Thanks very much. Hmm. Let's have initiative. That's a bit worrying. What is? Well, nothing seems to have happened yet. No, it's going to be much worse. That's what yeah. I said. On our round, we're dominated. It's a dominated domination. Uh, so Burple gets 18. And Parker gets... Smacking him out. Sessions gets 16. A 20. No jaw is a placeholder in this instance for all of the various assembled agreeblies of the place. It is Parker. What do you want to do? This thing is pointing at Burple. It's not pointing at you. Doesn't seem to have acknowledged you or Sessions. It's pointing at Burple and going. Even though Burple is invisible. <laughs> yeah. You're loving this, aren't you? You're just loving this. Yep. <laughs> the bits I write myself, I enjoy more than the bits I have to read out the book. It's true. Yeah, much nastier. <laughs> so uh, much nastier. Especially this new mechanic that I've devised. <laughs> what, the dominate thing? Actually, Mike, quick. Good yes. question. We're going yes. back to the whole... There was that brewery who were going to send beer. Clun. Clun. Cousin Clun. And then, yes. and then there was the dice people who whose advert sits yeah. in, at the beginning. From, oh, weren't we going to get some dice or something? No, we get some, maybe get some free dice or whatever. So, I thought we would spend the free dice on Freya, who 
Dear Readers Freya is the name of the very nice friend of ours who reads the credits at the end of each show. Okay. Yeah. She doesn't actually turn up each time. She's not sitting here waiting, waiting. for us. <laughs> Hi, Freya. Yeah. Freya does the credits for us. And so I thought, and the advert, I thought probably the best thing to do is to kick Freya the free dice. Reasonable? Well, I think yeah. we should all yeah. get some free dice. But anyway. We got the opportunity to run actual adverts on the dear readers we agonise about well I agonise about this stuff we could actually run adverts like proper adverts like adverts from companies you've heard of using dynamic advert insertion kind of in the beginning middle and end and we would get money for it but carbon not here for the money underwear you may not be here for the money turn a pan <laughs> well, turn a turn a men is Paul is it Paul okay <laughs> I don't know there's something wrong with somebody him somebody want to check he just said something like carbon international pants <laughs> ten a men ten a pants ten a pants ten a men <laughs> and carbon infused Pants, a charcoal infused pants to stop carbon smelly infused right. pants. He's, I'm sure no, he's not. Okay. He is. No, he's he's clearly Lucas, he needs reprogramming. You said him. Yeah, <laughs> Lucas. Although, I think it's the it's the, the tank. The tank's pass. overheating again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the tank's overheating again. It's the whole carbon infused pants thing again <laughs> that we got the other day. Right. <laughs> I think we've rather strayed away from the point. You well, can't put it this for what I know, is we got point. Oh, you're asking about the advert. This is the point to which Johnny would go, D&D, 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 D&D. So on we go. I've forgotten whose round it is. I've just got one thing to say to you, Mike. I've just got one thing to say to you. Yes. Carbon-infused pants. Carbon-infused pants. Yeah. Okay. Better now? I do feel better. When they dig, I feel like I, I, I feel fresher. When they dig me up um, in three thousand years, that's what they'll find. <laughs> Carbon infused pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Parker, please. Right. I am going Lucas. to move to Burble. Burble. Go and Burble. Stand next to Burble. Yes. And then I am going to plonk a fireball in the middle of the right three of these creatures. Can you right show me, uh, readers, you won't be able to see I this, will, but can you show me on the map what yes, you're talking about? Yes, I will. I will plonk a fireball there. Sort of there-ish? Yeah. So you're basically dropping a fireball next to no jaw, really just where the corridor meets the room. Yes. Hoping then I to will get, get all three of the... Yeah. Okay, so it's going to cover... Let me just get a template. Yeah. We might as well do this properly. Won't. We have a fireball somewhere. Wow. So is it going kind of there? That's really attractive. That's quite an impressive. Yeah, awesome down, you need to go um, to, to the left, one square. To one the left. across. Twenty foot radius. Is that yeah. twenty foot? That's twenty foot radius, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I thought Four square. Fireballs yeah. were fifteen, but that's no. 20, so it's 10, doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you want. Awesome. That's what I want. It's very pyrotechnic. Yeah. Getting knee sideways, no jaw, and skull wonky. What's the DC of the saving throw? Fifteen. Reflex save DC fifteen from these. Hopelessly under reflex save. Ooh, Sorry, quite nice. Dexterity. So twenty-seven save. Three dice of power. Fail for skull wonky. A fail for no jaw. Oh, and a save for knee sideways. So Darn. knee sideways takes thirteen, and the others take twenty-seven. Sounds good. Yeah, you become visible. Is it a spell? It's not a spell. What is it? It doesn't matter. I've taken. Surely I've taken. It's an a, attack. It's an attack. Is it an attack? It it's an not attack? an attack. Oh, it's I not an attack. So. I don't know. It's this an elemental not, discipline. Is it a? Sp- no, it's read, no, read no, no. It says you can spend four key points. Yeah, to spending cast. points to cast the fireball spell. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, a cast. Yeah. Okay, so you are now visible. Yes. Pelvic chaos is yes. very interested in that, as you can imagine. Yeah. On eighteen, it is burpledy, herpledy, hoopledy, huppledy, hepledy. Hoppity, and I'm not dominated or anything like that. No, <laughs> nothing like that. 
Your progression to becoming a worm is just six steps further down the path. You think? I've no idea. That's quite a... I mean, you've got the sense that something within you is answering the call of this tone from this floaty zombo choir boy. (laughs) I'm tempted to bring out the old wall of force. Oh, yeah. Your favourite spell? To encase... We can find something else to argue about. What do you want to do with this time? I want to encase this baby guy, this this child thing, in a dome of it. Yes. So you can't exert mental control across a wall of force. I also think that the sound wouldn't penetrate. No sound passes through a wall of force. Is this the latest thing that we're going to... (laughs) We're going to be discussing. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. We finally, of course, it didn't take us long to find something else about Wall of Force that we had not yet quite determined. Nothing can physically pass through the wall. It is immune to all damage yeah. and can't be dispelled by dispel magic. It didn't spell. Wall also extends into the ethereal plane, blocking ethereal travel through the wall. It doesn't even mention Sounds mental like sound control. Just go through it. It's a wall, so you can hear around it normally. But if you but it's a dome, a hemispherical dome, right, mm. or a sphere, mm. nothing can physically pass through the wall. Tells me that air molecules can't pass through the wall. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I'm perfectly happy with this, but we just need to make sure we're all cognizant of the ramifications. That means that the air supply inside a dome or spherical wall of force is limited. Yes. Fine. And no sound can pass through it, so you cannot hear other people outside it if you're for example using it to protect yourself and if you are using it to protect yourself we're not going to get into some kind of thing with cubic volumes of what's it and air consumption but were you to try and spend 10 minutes inside one of these things in order to protect yourself from a giant ravening demon lord yes well there may not be enough air yes fine Mm. hold on that's how it works hold on though I have this plan you see next time I go up Mm. a level to swap out a spell and get Misty Step Mm -hmm. because Misty Step can be cast as a reaction but what I'm thinking, Graham, yeah. is that we go into the room, we dimension door into the room and barricade ourselves in, giving ourselves time to search the thing, bypassing the combat. Yeah. Mm. And then we dimension door back out to the mirror to leave the place. Yeah, that could work. Since we found, you know, in theory, jackpot. But there are kind of people to rescue in the other room. So, so I'm just worried that if I'm taken out by this effect... Yeah. But I think two people left to to combat that is probably a step too far. Yeah. So, what do you think? We don't really know. <laughs> do you have a plan? No, I, I'm I'm hoping I'm hidden behind the turn order on my screen. I'm just hoping that I stay hidden behind the turn order. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I haven't really got. To I can see you perfectly <laughs> clearly on my screen. So. Yes, unfortunately, so. it only works on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard some. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's a new one. I mean, yeah. certainly barricading into one of the rooms, as long as we don't go scaly, might give us enough time to find... Re- I mean, there are two rooms we want to be in. Presumably, there's kind of research points in this run and this one. And maybe this one. Yeah. But you might not need all... Well, yeah, we don't know. Do you need all of them? Yeah, we don't know. Do we stay in fire? I, I just think it feels to me like we're a bit outgunned. I mean, like, shall I do the dome wall of force? We'll all come visible. Actually, I don't... No, we won't all come visible. I'll still be... Con- uh, no, it's a concentration spell, isn't it? Well, my understanding is the choir boy can see you anyway. Yeah, it's the other ones I'm more worried about. Because the wall of force basically is a concentration spell. If I get hit, I'm starting to make concentration uh, checks. Weirdly, I think the choir boy is probably the one that we should be worried about. All right, I'll do the dome. 
I'll do the dome wall of force. Over it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a 10-foot radius. 10-foot radius. Well, why don't I just put an aura around this creature? Yeah, just do 15-foot. Do a 15-foot thing. You come visible. Yeah. So does Sessions. So does Sessions. That's a concentration spell. Yeah. You can't hear this thing anymore. Do I feel like the effect well now you can't hear this tone anymore you don't feel that you've got something within you that is that it is resonating with right okay excellent on 16 it's sessions is these things look like undead yes they look like the undead that you have encountered before the the worm infested dispel them curious ghoul zombies of horribleness kill them kill them well I can try and turn them yeah do it do it I'll try presenting my holy symbol the uh, since I'm visible now. And yep. I will give it a go at turn undead. Okay, is there a range or, or any kind of you know, numbers and stuff? I'm going to, know? to check, because it's a very long yep. time yep. since I've tried to do something as exciting as this. Did you do it in the dark cathedral? Possibly. I may have remembered you at that some point. skeletons. Yeah. Oh, I need to move a bit closer. It's got a 30-foot range. Okay, so choir boy would I'll, I'll move into the middle of the room, Mike, and then up. Right out into the middle right of the room. Right out. But up towards the ceiling, you know, to stay out of the way. Yeah. Then we need to make a wisdom saving throw. Mm-hmm. Oh, wisdom saving throw. That's good. Yeah. Well, it's not good for them, I suspect. I guess it's got DC of some description. Um, Is it under cleric? It must yeah, it's be. cleric channel divinity. Okay, see or hear. That's all I needed to know. Great, it's going to work. So what is the DC? 18. Oof. Mm. Okay, let's start with Fruity. knee sideways. Getting total... That's enough. No jaw. That's not enough. Skull sideways. Saves. Pelvic chaos. <laughs> Saves. What? Weird choir boy. Oh. Can't hear us. It says see or hear. Okay. Are they all... So, Rolling at advantage or something? Yeah, they're ro- they have oh, turn okay. resistance, so they're all rolling at advantage. So only no jaw fails. Right. And Choir Boy? Choir Boy saves. That's right. Not that it would have particularly much effect on Choir Boy, because he can't go anywhere. But anyway, only no jaw fails. Do they use their reaction to move, or do they move on their turn? Oh, sorry, one second. No, I've just given you some biscuits. Sorry, Joanna's here. Um, turn creature will spend its turns trying to move as far away from you as it can it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you right so the next question is are any of them less than challenge rating 2 no 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 otherwise it would have been destroyed and that would have been quite fun and I'm flying up near the ceiling it's them starting with no jaw no jaw uses its action to move away from you the door to the study or whatever office room that you came into initially I'm presuming you've left it open we didn't close it and then the door to the south is closed on a one or a two it heads through the door to the south because it can't keep escaping you by running to the end of the corridor on a four to six it heads through the door the open door to the north running a d6 getting a four okay so it keeps moving you see it disappear into the room where the mirror was where you came through knee sideways is going to lumber towards you all but it can't reach you. I think it stumbles towards the choir boy and then hits the wall of force, not realising that it's there. On the other hand, Pelvic Chaos and Skull Wonky are going to engage. Pelvic Chaos is going to attack Burple with two slam attacks. Slam attack number one. They're hitting armor class 14, which is not going to be enough. And hitting armor class... Ooh, hitting armor class 23, which is going to be enough. 
Wow, it's quite serious damage. These things have ramped up, of course, since we last... Uh... Of course they are. This is the thing that you wrote. No, it's the thing where they get 12, uh, 19 points of bludgeoning what? damage, and you have a worm. And now Skull Wonky is going to trundle up to Parker. First attack, 17, not enough. Second attack, yes. hitting armor class 24. Yeah. That's going to be enough. You take 2d12 plus 7, 13 points of bludgeoning damage, and you have a worm. A burrowy, horrible worm. I need to make a concentration check. You do. 10 or half the damage dealt, so 10. Not that difficult. Have you used your... You have used your ought. I am rolling at advantage, though. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) That could go wrong. That could go wrong. Advantage, though. Yeah. So it's all going to be fine. It's just a formality. Ooh. It's a formality. Oh, it's not. <laughs> squeaked through. <laughs> squeaked through <laughs> with an eight. What's that? A twelve. Okay, that's over by twenty percent. If that was sales figures, you'd be congratulating yourself on a great month. <laughs> but it's not. It's not. It's the most horrible Strangely thing you can not. imagine. I know that in medieval times they were. Very sophisticated, well, very advanced in there. They were, it? especially during uh, the bar chart centuries. That's when smart selling was developed, wasn't it? It was during the dark. And it is ancient Egypt, of course, with the pyramid schemes. So <laughs> let's move on to God. final piece of information, <laughs> and it is only information, Parker. Oh God! Where your fireball yeah. interacted with the awful semi-gaseous deliquescent oh, acidic Jesus. green poop of horror mm-hmm. you can just rely on Lucas to trigger the disastrous <laughs> thing can't you stuff has started <laughs> to happen it seems to have reacted <laughs> to being prodded <laughs> in that way <laughs> and it's doing That's something strange. obviously not good but whatever it is that it's doing that isn't good hasn't yet happened Let's start another round with Parker. Well, I am what just going to welly Skull Wonky. It's, it's a sentence I never thought I'd hear. Class 12. 12 is a miss on Skull Wonky. Oh, that's a bit better. 17. Oh, <laughs> 17 is a miss. Uh, and. Oh, Ooh, that's lovely. Good. Okay. 20. That's a hit. 20. Natural 20. Do I roll to confirm? It's free to confirm, right? So I think we're doing double max, aren't we? And then you roll, and if you also hit with that, which is a total you get a card. It's also a hit, you get a card. Let me deal you a card. Lucas, please reveal your card. Battered shoulder, maximum double damage. So we're going to double-double, so you're going to be doing three times your maximum damage. Damage or dice damage? It's the maximum damage you could do. So it's as if you rolled yeah. as high so as you could 11, on the dice and add the modifier. Yeah, so that's 11 plus 8 is 19 times 3. Oh, do you... Sorry, Graham, you know this. And I know that we did this the other day. <laughs> you so max the dice sorry. or you do max you, the, da- the full... Do you double the dice? It's dice, double the, isn't it? Dice, okay. okay so, so it's, it's maximum it's on the dice 24. three times plus the modifier. 68. Yeah. 24 plus your modifier. What? No, 68. <laughs> okay, 24. 68. Plus the modifier, and then double that. So that's to 27 68? Twice. No. So it's no, no, three. No, no, no. Okay. What's the, maxim- <laughs> what's the maximum you could roll on the dice for a single hit? Let's pretend it's not a critical. Single it would be hit, the most you could 16. get. 16. Oh, it's 2d8. Okay, so you double that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 32. 
Forget the modifier, just the number yeah, on the dice. 32. 48. Plus 3. That just seems weird, but okay. So 51. 51. Sorry, you roll 2d8 you roll two d eight for damage, is that right? Yes. And then you add yeah. 8. Yes? No, and then I add, add 8. So you're going to do... 2d8 plus 3. Oh, you add 3. <laughs> okay, so... 51. Got it, you got it. 3, 6, 30, 3, 6, 30, 48. 51 points of damage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's dead. Oh, okay. Right, fair enough. There's more. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> so I was trying to establish... It's totally... There's Parker more. smashes his fist through this thing's... Face. ...odd skull, and it just rattles around on the floor, and the body slumps to the ground. Have you got another attack left? Uh, I do, actually. I have one more attack, which I can do on pelvic chaos. Do you want to use it on pelvic I chaos? I do. It's a... Oh, it's a hit. It's a hit. It's a 17. Armor class 25. 25 is a hit. Yep. Okay, yep. so that's uh, a 10 points of damage. 10. That was Parker fucking train wreck of a round that nobody understood what happened <laughs> Burple effective on 18 Burple will you're standing next to pelvic chaos I will hit pelvic chaos with my swords do it bosh that Oof. hits That's a hit. class hit, 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 28 for yeah, yeah got it nine and I'll throw in a point of what's it bardic what's bardic, it bardic what's for another it another 5d6 or whatever another it is another 5d6 11 plus is 30 points. It reels. Purple. Next attack. Next attack. Hit it with the sword of Zosial. Armor class 18. That is a miss. Do I get a plus anything you from anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. do I don't get... ask, don't get. Okay. As it happens. <laughs> get a special <laughs> plus three. <laughs> right. No, you don't. You don't get a plus, no. No, I don't. Okay, and then I shall move. I okay. shall go Where? one, two, right. three. Fascinating. Actually, one, this two. This is great radio. No, I can go th- I can go th- directly to the... No, I'll go into the room, actually. I will go... <laughs> I will go one, It would be better two, if you guys stayed three, together. Five. Why? Oh, yeah, because you're going to do your thing. Yeah. But you I'll don't have it. to. I'll it's it. just... It's harder Step to... Step backwards. <laughs> so you're stepping backwards? Yeah. Is there a thing that stops you drawing a taxable opportunity? Mobility, yeah. Yeah. On 16 at sessions. Okay, I'm going to summon spirit guardians. Right, I'm just thinking. I yes, fine. Fine. Been, yes. I've been a thinking. A thinking. <laughs> Let's not <laughs> do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, be here for, we'll be here all night. The spirit guardians. Guardians. Fly over to. Um, How much damage did they do? Spirit much damage. damage. We've had this discussion. So I'm going well. to um, exclude, obviously, from the pain, Parker and um, Purple. Purple. And they do. Uh, they don't do it yet. They do it at the beginning of their turn. It's bad guys now. So let's start with the two worms on Purple and Parker, who have not yet had a chance to burrow. They're dead. They are dead. Good. Pelvic Chaos has got to make a. Wisdom save. Failed that save. How much damage does Pelvic Chaos take? Uh, 3d8. Radiant damage. Radiant, oh. sir. 16 points of radiant, sir. Oh. Suit you, sir. Well, it's still alive, but it doesn't look, obviously it doesn't look particularly happy. Next. Knee sideways. Doesn't understand about the Spirit Guardians. It just doesn't have a brain big enough. It starts stomping its way towards Parker, having basically bashed into the barrier of the wall of force which it doesn't really understand either as soon as it moves into the spirit guardians it's got to make the saving throw right yep. Graham not enough so it fails that save 11 points of radiance sir 
and it attacks Parker. First attack. A 16 is not going to be enough. Yes. Second attack, hitting armor class 24, oh. which is enough. 23 points of bludgeoning damage on Parker. Oh. And you have a worm. Yes. Lovely along. new worm. Something is happening in the cloud in the corner of the chamber where the fireball affected the weird gaso liquid. It was bubbling away and reacting before. Now something seems to be forming <laughs> inside the cloud over there. This thing's running around, doesn't know what it's doing. How long does your turn last? Just forever and ever? No, it lasts for one minute or until it takes damage. It's moved about as far away as it thinks it can from you, so I don't really know that it's got many options. That's them. It's Parker on 23. Parker, can you give me a constitution save at advantage? Um... Okay, it's a ten. And the second one. Oh, I think I use a luck dice. Okay, getting a thirteen. A Total of fifteen. Okay. That's it. You're done. You're not going to use anything else. Mm, no. You feel something stirring within you a bit more than it was before, Parker. Okay. Well, Would I'm you like going to do with to your turn. Start my wellying pelvic chaos. Hopefully. Yeah. Missing. Uh, missing. Second attack. Hello, miss. Oh, hitting armor class. 20. Is a hit. 11 points of damage. Still alive. Another one. 21. Is a hit as well. 6 points of damage. It's still alive. It looks like it's teetering. Well, well, that's That's it. Yeah. Finally, it has been freed from its state of pelvic chaos. That's a bit of a bummer. As it collapses in a pile of rattly bones and horrible squidgy flesh to the floor. Would you like to do anything else? If you've got another attack, do you want to move? I would have a move, but I don't really see much point at the moment until we've got rid of knee sideways, really. I'll just stand there and be okay. ready to absorb the attack from knee sideways. Purple on 18. Can you give me a constitution save, please? 18. 18. Okay, that's good. What's this for? Well, you don't feel any new <sighs> stirring within you. Okay, so 15 wasn't enough. Can either of you remember what you've been rolling hitherto? What would you like to do now, Purple? What yeah, is 17 your choice of actions? Did it? So maybe 16, 16 or 17. I'm really thinking back over the course of the last couple of days. No. Oh, I see. So it's that, is it? Sessions is flying, correct? Yes. Yeah, he's up near the ceiling, little hobbity figure. Well, I, w- I shall step forwards underneath and strike knee sideways with the sword of a coastal <laughs> hitting armor class 20 for, is it hit? Is it I'll hit? use is it another hit? point of what's it so that's 12 plus yes 5d6 26 points of damage wow okay it doesn't like that very much and it I reels hit it as well with the sword of zosial hits armor class 19 is a hit purple 12 it looks deeply, deeply unwell. And I shall as an individual, step both back spiritually and physically, to the south. Well, the room to the south looks full of promise, research-wise. What else can I tell you? That's basically all you need to tell me. Sessions on sixteen. I'll fly forward, still up at the ceiling, try and keep yes. Parker within the spirit guardians to kill his worms. Yes. And I'm uh, trying to move the spirit guardians 
through more of the wall of force. So I'm going to move up to Got the edge it. of the wall of force. Yeah, absolutely understood. Anything else? Yeah, I can cast spell. I'll cast Toll the Dead on... Um, knee sideways? Knee sideways, yeah. Wisdom save? Wisdom 18. It makes that save. No Is effect. damage if it... Not on the Toll the Dead. No effect. Fine, it's them. Uh, this thing needs to make a saving throw again because of the Spirit Guardians. It rolls a 12 is not enough. What is the total number of the damage? 16. It's cut to death by a thousand playing cards. Sharp-edged playing. playing cards. Awesome. Well done, guys. Parker, the worm on you is destroyed. Before it gets Lovely. a chance to burrow in, a saving throw. Yeah. Okay. Can you roll me some more Spirit Guardians damage? It's a bit of a difficult one, this one. Twelve. Sure to do with this, but yeah. You think that your spirit guardians, which do seem to be passing through the wall of force, we need to have a talk about wall of force and stuff, don't we? Mm. I don't think it's like like it used to be. I think we've sort of assumed it was, but it's not. I mean, I don't think it's materially. It makes a difference to how we've used it in the past. But it doesn't seem to protect you from spell effects. No. Which is odd. What happens if a fireball went off there? Would it protect you from that? Um, and if it does, why doesn't it protect you from the spirit guardians? I mean, you could say the spirit guardians are ethereal, radiant, radiant. Oh, nothing can cards. physically pass through the wall. Okay, so it's not physical. No, no, it could be that we've got a corner plate. case whereby the spirit guardians do go through a wall of force, but most things don't. Right? Seems to be reasonable. But what about fireball, though? Your your point about fireball? Well, it's physical, isn't it? Yeah, it's I think burning, it is. combusting gases. What if it was a what if it was a sleet storm? Well, again, there's that's a point sleet, of origin for a fireball, whereas a sleet storm, I think, is a cylinder, so it doesn't originate from a point and therefore have to pass through the barrier. Or ice storm, which is a cylinder that rains down. Oh, does it rain down from a? You can see where I'm going. Yeah. With this. Yes, I can. What if you cast a fireball inside the wall of force? Is it a P still? Is it still a? Oh, P? it's a P. Yeah. So the P could. But it's get. not physical. But it's not physical, is it? Or is it physical? Is it an actual physical object that you could kind of, I don't know, hold between your thumb and forefinger? Or is it just like a bolt of... And what about um, magic missile wouldn't pass through, right? Magic that's force. missile... I don't know. Or would it? Or would it? We're a bit stuck with Wall of Force, aren't we? Anyway, at the moment, we're giving a doubt. And they're radiant spiritual playing cards. I think if we're going to come up with a case for something that could pass through, I think they're them. Yeah? Because yeah. they're not physical. Okay. Um, I've done some damage on that thing. It is still sort of... It doesn't seem to have purpose. It doesn't seem to have any kind of thing that it's doing. It's just standing there singing. Parker on 23. Well, I guess I will... Oh, sorry. No, Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Dessert trolley. (laughs) Dessert trolley. Something else happens. Oh. Also in this turn, something emerges from... The lump of pure green the soup it looks very like but on a diminished scale the thing that emerged from the pool in Ilthane's lair run away the thing that emerged from the (laughs) pool in Ilthane's lair you think was a weird acid inflicted wraith of a dead dragon that is not what you're looking at but you might be looking at the weird acid inflicted wraith of something else so it's something smaller it looks like it's got less heft and bulk it doesn't have multiple skeletal heads, but it does look like it's made of the same stuff. It emerges from the cloud. Parker on 23. Do a fireball on it. Oh, I... Mm. That was a joke. You summoned it. You need to deal with it. Okay, but um, 
before I do something. <laughs> See what I did there. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> and then we could move into the room and or and close the doors while we gather information. And then, as you suggested, dimension door. Is our plan to run away into the room, barricade the door, do the research, and get out? I mean, no, go up I think, and hit it, and then get away from it. To, again I think we want to. I think we sort of have the advantage. How are you doing for hit points at the moment? Mm, Fifty-eight. I mean, Graham is sort of effectively, hopefully, killing this child thing. Yeah. Well, I'll welly into it then. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll do the same. All right. Well, I will move up to it, and. Okay, can you give me a perception check, oh, no. Parker? There are many more of them. Okay, no. fine. No, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, on we go. First Nothing attack. to see here. Oh, dear. Hello, miss. Uh, the miss. Second. 17. There's a miss. Hmm. Seven, the total is a 15, miss. Also a miss. Pointless waste of... What That's total have we got there? 17 is also going to be a miss. 17 is a miss. Right, and then I miss, will miss, 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 miss. Move back into You've the... You've got some anti-attack of opportunity gizmo, yes, right? mobility. I will move back into the um, spirit, spirit guardians. All 18, it's purple. Purple will go up next to Parker and will cast a cure wounds on Parker. Thank you. Uh, you want to Thank roll it? you. Doing ten points, not the best. Yep. Ten points. Leaving ten okay. points. Sessions on sixteen. Okay. Well, I will maintain the spirit guardians where they are, and I guess I'll cast all the dead on that green greeble. Yep. It makes a wisdom save. Am I right? That's wisdom eighteen. Am I right? Wisdom eighteen. Uh, it rolls not enough. What kind of damage is it? It's necrotic damage. Is it wounded? That's the question. Not apparently, no. Okay, so it should be 3d8 then. 18. It uh, doesn't seem to be affected. Okay. That's boring. I have to do something else next time then. Fine. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's bad people. First of all, Parker, from where you're standing looking down the corridor, you see another one of these things emerge from the cloud of goop. Redoomed. The far end. Redoomed. Oh. Of the corridor. Run away. The eastern end of the corridor, right next to the door that leads back into the chamber where you came through the mirror. And it starts whirbling its way up the corridor towards you. It doesn't look particularly dedicated to getting at you, but it is <laughs> wafting its way towards you. The one that you've been attacking, the one that emerged earlier, it heads for Parker. It must make a wisdom save as it enters the Spirit Guardians. Which it makes. Which it takes half. Um, give me the half damage. Half of the spirit guardian damage. 12, so 6. Well, it doesn't really seem to register that. Radiancer. Oh. A save for the choir boy. The choir boy saves. Also takes half. Should I just do 6 or do you want to roll again? I don't mind. Okay. The choir boy looks like it's being affected by these playing cards, but it doesn't look like it's being very seriously damaged by the playing cards. It looks like you're in for a bit of a wait, is another way of putting it. If you've got any worms on you, they're gone. Now, Parker, the thing that you didn't notice before is now clear, because before you were sort of tucked around the corner and not perfectly sighted, now you can see perfectly. The door to the south, the door that you didn't open, the door that's arcing electricity, it swings open 
and a green, arcing, crackling intermittent light floods into the corridor, as does the ramped-up sound of the screams of what sound like normal people in a state of high distress, despair, agony, whatever you want to call it. Also, the sound of jingling bells. Father Christmas. And you see a shadow cast across the corridor, through the door. It's clearly a figure that is standing in front of whatever this source of this green arcing light is. The shadow that is thrown across the floor is quite clearly the shadow of somebody wearing Jester's motley. The multi-pronged kind of banana pointy hat thing. And uh, you can it's, it's obvious from the curly shadow that shoes. that's what you're looking at. The curly shoes with the and bells the on, the bells. stick with the bells on. And as you see this shadow thrown across the corridor, there is a sudden kind of of this green light. And this figure, you see it throw its head back. You hear it squeal in anguish. And you can see it physically start to transform into something awful. And we will find out <sighs> what is on the other side of that door. Doomed. Or doomed. Yeah. Is it? Is it Paul? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out more about this fool when we pick things up next week. Nice. The Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Prince of Red Hand and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Prince of Red Hand was written by Richard Pett. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Bellowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! Monsters Rolling Dice, an actual play tabletop roleplay podcast played in the cinematic Fate Core system. Yeah, so I, I imagine back in the teller's room, he's tossing and turning and sweating in his sleep quite a bit. And at some point during the night, he starts to convulse a little bit, gets out of his bed and stumbles over to the, the mirror that's there, like a little wash basin in a mirror, and kind of puts his hands really hard on the wood and digs his nails into it. Maybe even bumps some of the stuff off onto the floor. And he looks at himself in the mirror, like deep, just staring down himself. And he says, I am trying my best. And he just kind of stands there for probably 10 minutes, just staring and collapses onto the floor there. Oh my God. I'll do you one more. After that moment, you have some wild dreams. There's something there. And it's chasing you? Or maybe... And this somehow seems even scarier, watching you. So the sun comes up, (laughs) and it's a regular day in the Uncanny Valley. Check us out at twomonstersrollingdice.com or by searching for Two Monsters Rolling Dice wherever you get your podcasts.